Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Coffee Corner. Today is your episode 73. I've been feeling very productive recently. <laughs> I feel like I've got a lot of ideas. I want to talk about this, I want to talk about that. And I wish I could have more time, which brought me to another point that I want to talk about is I actually had a plenty of time during summer. But, you know, when you don't have pressure, you have no idea. You have no inspiration. You just feel like, I don't know what to do. Until last minute, you feel like, oh, I've got so many ideas to do so-and-so. Then I don't have any time. Same thing about writing paper, articles, or doing other homework assignments, or creating some things. It's always like I won't have any ideas until last minute, which is really not a good habit. So what you can do... Tell, telling myself to what you can do is to anytime you have some awesome idea or terrible idea just write them down and um, you know for record and then later on you can discover if you want to do it or not hmm. yeah i'll have to keep telling myself about that anyway so today we're going to talk about something about being rude the funny thing is i didn't get this idea until this morning i went to an appointment and at the clinic, uh, it was like there were a lot of, uh, of course, non-native speakers going on there. I was there waiting for my appointment for a very long time. Uh, if you don't have a family doctor, you go to those walk-in clinics, so you'll wait forever, right? So I was there, and I've not witnessed, but I was observing, which is one of my hobbies. I was observing all the people going in and out. And the funny thing is, if if I saw when I saw uh, non-native speakers, then tend to be or they appeared to be rude when other people ask them questions. Not only just about questions, even greetings as well. Um, then it brought me back to when I was a student and how people said this to me. And I remember when I was in a TESOL class with a lot of native speakers. And they asked me why, like, how come uh, Chinese people seemed a little bit rude? They never answer questions, never engage in a conversation, things like that. I was shocked um, because, first of all, the question was a little bit um, stereotyped or biased because they, she specifically asked me about Chinese people. And then, second of all, I was wondering if I did something wrong that made her think that way. Until today, while I've seen so many things like that in my life, especially as an ESL teacher, and I realized sometimes it's not we're rude. It's just we don't know the language. And that's funny thing because we're the people, we know we don't know the language. But other people don't. And that's when they ask you, hey, how's everything going? Or how are you? And you'll be like, mm-hmm, pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you seem to be very cold, right? So you kind of like you didn't want to engage in a conversation or you didn't want to talk to this person. And you make the other think, oh, you know, she doesn't like me or she doesn't want to talk to me. And that's when you become rude, you know, quotation marks. This person, for example, uh, at the clinic, we, I think he, uh, I was, I wanted to help him. First of all, I wanted to help him, but... I got scared by him too. So he is a Chinese 
Uh, I didn't know he got there, and then the receptionist said, "Hey, good morning, sir. How can I help you?" He didn't say anything. He just bam put his health card over the counter and then say appointment. So right away, I knew he didn't really speak much English, but the other person didn't know, so it seemed like he was a little bit rude. And then this person, so receptionist asked him, uh, "So,、uh, do you have a requisition form? So you were supposed to get a requisition form from your doctor. Then you can do some blood work or other tests, right?" So、um, she, he didn't understand. Whatsoever, and then he didn't answer anything. So the receptionist asked him again. So hey,、uh, you know, did you have a requisition form with you, or the form got sent by your doctor, or something like that? Again, he did not understand. Then there's a boy. I feel bad for him. So he was trying to help. So he asked this guy, "Do you speak、uh, Cantonese?" This guy didn't respond to that question. So he kept saying. The form is sent. The form is sent in Chinese loudly to the point everybody in the room felt like I could tell like awkward and uncomfortable. And so, so the receptionist had to say, "Oh, okay, just wait, wait, wait.、So、calm down, calm down. Can we help?" And I was ready to jump in, but his attitude kind of scared me away a little bit. And then I feel really bad. I didn't help him. So that boy used the translation. Uh, something Google Translator or something helped him translate、uh, from Chinese to Cantonese to English, which is kind of a lot of process, and then figure out oh you, okay so his form got sent by the doctor to the lab, and then he should be okay to do whatever the test there. But the whole process made people made me a little bit uncomfortable, so I was. Eager to help, but then also made me a little bit scared because I didn't know if he needed my help or not. But he didn't ask. Then I got this habit now: is if you don't ask me for help, I my default is I better stay away from that situation because I had a really bad experience about、uh, proactively helping people, and I got in trouble. So I didn't like that. So I was kind of you know staying. Back and I see what's going on. So the little boy helped, not little boy, so teenager, I would say. So helped him, and he didn't even say thank you at all to this boy. And I felt really bad. But I also understand when you don't speak a language and you are dealing with such serious issue, it's hard to remember what you're supposed to do. Right? It's hard to remember those small things that I need to be polite. You know, I need to say something. I need to show my appreciation. Things like that. You tend to forget when you get nervous. You forget a lot of things, and then that happens to me too. And I felt really bad. And he was sitting next to me, didn't even interact with the little boy or anything. So give me one second. I got a phone call from United States, which is definitely not a regular phone call. I have no one in the states. Anyway, so let's keep going. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of myself. Mm, I remembered when I was on a bus, like when I was waiting for bus. Ah,、uh, what that was about many years ago. My English was definitely not like what I have right now. So I was at a bus stop. I think people were just trying to be friendly, and they're just trying to make a small conversation with you. Nothing, nothing terrifying. But again, you know, I'm, I'm a very cautious person.
Uh, I would be like, hmm, why, why is she wanting to talk to me? So anyway, I still remember she was talking about the weather, which is a very、uh, common topic for small talk. And she said, oh, isn't the weather nice? So I said, yeah. And then she also asked me about, oh, what bus are you waiting for? So I said, number 10. And then she said, oh, where are you from? And then I felt like I was being interrogated, not trying to have a conversation with her. And I was like, oh, why is she asking me so many questions about myself? Is she going to want something from me? Or that's because I didn't know it was a way to show politeness. It was. The way to get rid of the awkwardness when you when there are only two people waiting for the bus, and it is it is a cultural thing that I didn't understand, and I didn't have the language, and also I didn't have the confidence to engage in this conversation, and it appeared that I was a rude person because I was not responding to her,、uh, let's say properly or proactively. I've been there, so everybody been there, so I understand. When I teach my students, I always say this. I said, "Doesn't matter if you understand the language or not. When you ask for help, always remember to say,、uh, 'Excuse me' or 'Sorry' or something like, 'Can you help me?' So you want to ask questions. You want to catch their attention and then start to ask. You don't want to be that kind of person that I need help. That's your sentence. You're not giving a statement. You're asking for help, right? And also, doesn't matter if you receive the help you need or not.、Uh, don't forget to say thank you, right? So always, always remember that. But of course, sometimes you might forget because you are so nervous. But but I told my students the thing is, as a teacher, I understand your struggles there. You don't know. You don't understand, right? You, you just you just sometimes when they speak so fast. And you know them speak so fast; they sometimes even mumble, or you have there are a lot of noises there. You just can't hear them clearly, and then right away you will start to doubt yourself. You'll be like, "Oh, that's you know my problem. I can't understand them because my English sucks." That might not be that case, but if that happens to you, you have to be polite so people know you're polite, and then they are more willing to help you. If you appear to be rude. Which you are even not close to that point, and people will be thinking, "Hmm, I don't like this person. I don't want to help him, or I don't want to help her because you know why? He's not nice to me, or she's not nice to me, and that will give them a false image just because I don't know the language." So sometimes language is a barrier, not only for the communication part, but also for the manners. Right? So people will think you are that kind of person. It's just really interesting to see that situation there、uh, this morning, and I felt like I needed to do a video about it. And again, it doesn't matter what languages you are speaking. You speak Mandarin, you speak Cantonese, you speak English, French, or Portuguese or Spanish, whatever.、Uh, the problem is when that language is not your first language, you have the kind of feeling that you want to take a step back. You don't want to approach. You want to take it back. Because you are not confident, and that's a part of reason a lot of people feel like、uh, I can't practice my English. Not you can't; it's the confidence thing that you don't have that encourage you to talk in English or talk in another language, just because you feel like you would do something bad and you make mistakes and you embarrass yourself in front of everybody. And when that happens, your first reaction might be. I'm gonna freeze there, not doing anything, and then people will think 
based on your reactions, based on your behaviors, and then you might get false uh, assumption, right? So that's the thing. And of course, people like to generalize a lot of things they see, even though it's not true. For example, I'm going to just use myself so I don't offend anybody. <laughs> so let's say uh, if I buy a really luxurious bag and some people see that and then they will be assuming Chinese people are rich. But but I can't I can't represent the whole country of millions of people there. But for them, that's it. Comes back to our languages barrier. Same thing. If we have a group of people and we don't really speak good language, and then we go somewhere and then people say hi to you or just simply uh, greet you or or something like asking you simple questions so you couldn't you just couldn't answer the question or you couldn't respond properly. And they will assume, because you have a group of people, they will assume, oh, Chinese people are rude, which is not the case because how many Chinese people have they seen so far, right? It's only a little tiny bit, but because we are in another country, we represent our country. Seriously, it doesn't matter where you're from, you represent your country. Whatever you do, however you talk, you you are China, you are Chinese, and then you represent the rest of the your country. And that's a lot of pressure on us, right? So uh, not only if not only you're in another country, let's say if you're in a different province and in our country, you'll be judged by other people who say, oh, where are you from? Oh, you're from that province. Mm -hmm, okay. So the way you do it, they'll be like, all the people from that province would do the same thing. So that is that. So people just like to general, generalize things. So for us, when I, when I, of course, it's my kind of, you know, habit, when I saw this thing happen, I always reminded myself uh, when I teach my students, sometimes it's really not only about the language. It's not about grammar, pronunciation. It's not about vocabulary. It's about you have to be brave enough to talk because when you are out there talking to people, you are not yourself anymore. You are everybody from your country. So you want to not trying to show like I want people to like me or something, but you want people to think of you as a nice person and you want people to think of you as the rest of your people from the country are nice people right so that's what i was thinking about that and of course uh when i start to teach this year this semester i would definitely emphasize that be brave to talk because even you have broken language broken english broken spanish or whatever the second language you're speaking even if it's just broken, so what? Refuse, refuse to talk or refusing to speak uh, or uh, remaining silent, silent will give a really bad impression to other people. They will think you're just rude. If I do have a bad language, right, and I can't even answer a question, how's it going? But I still answer that people will understand you're very nice, you just you just don't your language is just not quite there yet then that is a whole different situation so you want to be that kind of person to be able to engage to be more active rather than i want to make sure my language is correct right so that's what i learned from this experience in the morning which is really kind of random but i do want to make a video about it yeah
that's a pretty short video i think so by the way i will be really busy uh soon uh, again and i think i will have so many ideas but I have no time for that. I will try my best to keep uploading videos as much as possible. But uh, yeah, I hope you, you will still stay with me. <laughs> anyway, that's it. So stay tuned. Next video might be our Q&A video. And I will do that in Chinese as, as a lot of questions are in Chinese. But of course, you know, when I talk, it will be kind of Chinese-English mixed. So hope you pardon me for that part. If you haven't got a chance to leave any questions you want to ask, make sure you do that and just stay tuned. If you like my podcast, don't forget to follow me on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Look for Base Coffee Corner and also on Himalaya and Xiaoyuzhou. Look for Chinese Outburst. So I will be there and I will try my best to keep uploading. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye. Take care.